clear! I'm not finished with you! Gun everybody welcome back to episode 223 of gundam and mhq this is one of your hosts neo and joining me always is Solbro ryu Solbro, say hello what's happening you guys hear me man i'm coming through or hopefully so man i unmuted my mic so let me know if i sound like poop oh. <laughs> yeah we were we were wondering off when, when um earlier when you were having some uh issues there it's like Every time you do something on a prior stream, and, and then you, it, it doesn't seem like that adjustment works for um, oh no other streams. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I haven't streamed in a while because I've been entertaining company at the house, and um, I just haven't streamed. The last time we streamed, I streamed. Period was when we did our last episode. So, uh, if anything, that was it. But I've I've had to update some programs since then. So, of course, things. Oh, that that always does it. Yeah. yeah. Windows update went through too, so that. Uh-oh. Probably messed up my mic thing. Hello. You you, you, you couldn't you, you couldn't push that one out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. I I figured yeah, everything would be okay, but since I hadn't streamed since then, that that definitely uh probably uh it caused some issues that I didn't foresee until until tonight. So uh, I'm glad that we made it, and uh, oh. it's good to be here. Yeah, and in this episode, we are going to be doing chapter one of the transformers war for cybertron trilogy and that'll be that'll consist of the first six episodes that are now available on netflix which is kind of like i guess that's the go-to place now right (laughs) (laughs) it's the world's tv network (laughs) i mean especially for shows like this it seems like every time i go on there i'm like they have this what um um but uh yeah so um and i think and, i think you were surprised when i told you i was like yeah this this just showed up on netflix man we should check it out <laughs> yeah i didn't know i mean it's like wait a second i okay i mean it made <laughs> sense they have other shows they had that other transformer shows on there that's true but prime um, prime's on there for christ's sake so that's that's yeah. awesome so yeah but- yeah so um and in this episode it looks like uh, we're gonna have another special guest and it, i don't know if he's a special guest anymore or there's just some way that he keeps <laughs> trying to get onto the, onto the show <laughs> y'all keep leaving so, the damn door unlocked i keep yeah, walking in man <laughs> you, you keep like you keep you know proving to sobro in some way that you're some type of expert on all this stuff he's like oh yeah the brain wants to be on here too he's uh He's an expert on the transformers. All like, oh. things, yes, in the transformers like, most definitely side. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Godzilla, Crystal Triangle, Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Crystal. Now, now Transformers would probably be the next thing. So, um, yes, join us as uh, be <laughs> Fred X. Um, so, how's it going, Mister Fred X? 
It was going good, man. Just uh, surviving the, uh, the 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 COVID apocalypse and uh, yeah, in, in a yee bunker and in, in, um, in banjo country as always. So. <laughs> Somewhere in banjo country. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> your son, I'm ducking. David, it was a COVID Duchovny. <laughs> oh, oh dude, I thought I was in banjo country, and uh, this past weekend I went up to Virginia to for for a, a bachelor party. We were in the woods. It was like a cabin in the woods situation. I was like, man, really? Ooh, what that was of, kind of spooky sometimes. <laughs> what what part of Virginia? Like by like we, I guess Western Virginia, not West particularly West Virginia, but the western part of Virginia. It was like in like around Lawrence. It's like right outside even, of Lawrence. I don't know where that is. It's uh, okay. uh, like on the borderline between uh, North Kakalaki and Virginia, oh. like right at the. You cross over the border, and it's like, oh hey, we're here at Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that that was even more extreme banjo country. Ooh, yeah. Thank God I was drunk the whole time. I mean, <laughs> oh, well, it's man. good to have you back from there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, pe- so people, when they play at home, they can just sit there. Okay, this is where Fred's at. He's in the joke country. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yep. It, it almost sounds like a, a, a um, you know a free a free range game you should create. Uh, banjo country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you get more skill points as you uh, you drink more bush. Yeah. <laughs> You have you have a couple different ways. More like NASCAR races you watch, uh, Bush. Um, more noise complaints for, from your dogs. You how know? many crossbows you buy? And how many? <laughs> no, the, the the advertisements could say from the makers of Deliverance. Cross... <laughs> so crossbows are big there. Yeah, uh, like bow hunting. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Bow hunting and. <laughs> Hey man, look at it! Look at the damn shotgun I bought, man. It's a, it's just like the five other ones I bought, but this one's got a different grit. Or grit, or do they paint them though too? Don't they? They, they have sometimes they do. Yeah, well, they won't be able to see this one if I put camo leaves on this bitch. <laughs> like a deer is gonna see that. <laughs> All the deer is gonna see is black, probably when he gets shot in the face. Yeah. In the face. I mean. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's what, month four of the COVID apocalypse? Oh, yeah. So yeah. It's become a state of being now. Yeah. We, we've gone used to it now. now. Now you have to, when you go out, you have to dodge the, the non-face mask wearers. They're kind of yeah. like the undead. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like a Walking Dead. You know? Yeah, it's like you, you deal with the people who are like, y'all, there's... No. You know what? I've I've dealt with more people screaming at people who don't have a mask on than people with no mask on and having a hissy fit. Yeah. I, I There was a incident at a, a <clears throat> lion near me, and apparently a lady literally walked in, stood in the middle of the area, and, like, screeched, how dare you let these people in with no masks, and you're a danger to society and stuff like that, and... My buddy was just like, I, I, "Lady, I don't know what to tell you." Like, yeah, I can't. It's, yeah, it's a little crazy, but oh yeah. All right, All right. so bro, anything as I saunter over to the Larry King Memorial News Studio for some Neo's listener submitted news? Yeah, I want to thank everybody who's tuned in live to oh. the show. Uh, shout out to the Black Cat, Rodimus, 
uh, Rod sorry, Rodman 76, Boss Johnson, Nilo Ordinez, uh, Ed the Crimson, and Brandon Robinson, and Dyson Deadlifts, who I just see, uh, he popped up. He said, uh, hey guys, did I miss anything about Mark Wabeck? Did any news break out? Yo, maybe he's filming another Transformers. We don't know. Did we he, don't know yet. Did he finally, he finally get charged with assault? <laughs> oh, 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 damn. Did <laughs> <laughs> I say that? Woo! <laughs> Woo! Beat the wiki. Peep the wiki for more info. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wikipedia is updated every oh. minute. Seems like. But you guys, uh, anybody who watches the streams, you can either watch us live over on twitch.tv slash level underscore N-I-N-E or on youtube.com slash gundammahq slash live. Uh, we usually stream on Tuesdays. And uh, we usually announce it on social well, media the day of the video, uh, Tuesday, Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays. Tuesdays, but it's deal, dealer's choice. But uh, <laughs> no, no, there'll come a point where it'll be all of a sudden Wednesday will be the mm -hmm. night for uh, that'll happen for three months. It's happened. So, <laughs> so just I think, be able to look I, think out. I think we've streamed on every day that yep. there, there's possible. If you follow so, us on Twitter at uh, at Gundam MAHQ, uh, Gundam A at as an AT MAHQ on Twitter, uh, we usually announce it there and over on the MAHQ Facebook group, which is uh, under groups uh, MAHQ1, uh, we usually post there. Uh, but if you just uh, periodically check into the YouTube channel, you'll see the archived episodes there too. And thanks for watching live or watching the runbacks, man. Uh, <clears> it's, it's very appreciated. We get a lot of views, so thank you guys very much. Yeah, thank you. And, um, yeah, so, um, uh, if you ever have any, uh, news articles, just submit them to the news listeners, the news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mechatalk forum. Oh, and the first one that we have here is from Rodimus 76 <clears throat> man, the ro it's a robo apocalypse news alert. Yes. And, okay. So you guys remember the Boston Dynamics dogs? You know, yes. those dogs that are mm -hmm. probably going to end up being the death of you? But of course. Um, <laughs> yes. So Ford uh, had the bright idea to put 3D map, uh, 3D cameras on it because they want to map their factory. And they're setting the, lo the dogs loose. Yeah, this is from MSN.com. It looks like... Uh, the, uh, they're going to scan the factory and they're going to do, um, they're going to capture traditional areas that would not uh, normally be seen. And it's supposed to help uh, Ford better retool its facilities. And I'm sure once Skynet's online, it'll it'll appreciate all this hard work that Ford did for it. So, um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And, and what's even and what's even more disturbing now is there's a video from Ford that says in this article you go go in the link and it says meet Fluffy the robot dog like it's something something nice. Oh yeah. So yeah. Showing the video right now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's all nice because you know uh, the, the the blood red goes really well with yellow paint. So. Right. <laughs> Yo, brace yourself for the future, fellas. Yeah. And <laughs> anybody that thinks that anybody that doesn't think that that would happen, um, let, let me let me tell you something called COVID because oh, yeah. I'm sure back in what January, a lot of people are like, we never shut down the country or the world because of a pandemic. No way. And it's like, huh? Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> better, better get think, on. Think, think about how well we're reacting to this. Do you think when the robots rebel, 
that we're going to do any better? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely yeah. not. Robot it's going to be terrible. Man. Yeah. Well, you thought yeah, real dogs was a problem? Man, these robot dogs are going to be when they put guns on It's going to be armies of robot dogs and cats on Roombas Indeed. swatting at things. Yeah. Well, one step closer, everybody. One step closer. Because cat. Because cats just hate people regardless, anyways. Because they're they're always swatting at people, <laughs> so that's what they do. But uh, so thank you, Mister Rodimus seventy six, for your submission. Oh, Philly Gundam fan comes with a uh, post here, and this is kind of an informational one. Oh, this is good for Solbro. Mm-hmm. Look, Solbro, you can actually get legal versions. It looks like now of these uh, these soundtracks. Uh, Looks like uh, Sunrise will be streaming Cowboy Bebop, Code Geass, Turn A Gundam OSTs across multiple apps. Uh, looks like if you go to their um, Sunrise's Facebook page, they will uh, give you uh, streaming services that you can download some of that stuff. So, yeah, uh, there you Apple, go, Soul Pro. Apple, Apple Music. This is how you got all those soundtracks, isn't it? No, you, I mean, you've no, already you could, used this service, right? Well, you could stream them through these services like Apple Music, Deezer, Spotify. So yeah, it's it's part of a movement where uh, anime companies or um, studios in Japan are finally allowing their music to be listened to on those music services, which is a great step. I'm glad to see that Sunrise is all uh, is is uh, making steps to. Uh, uh, make these soundtracks available because uh, beforehand you had to go to YouTube or uh, you had to either buy them, uh, uh, you know, import the CDs or go to YouTube and listen to them. Yeah, uh, if you went to YouTube and tried to listen to them, some of them are available up there, some of them aren't, and the For ones a while. that are illegally up there <laughs> eventually get ripped down. And it's yeah. just it's tiring to see like if you have favorite songs in the playlist that they eventually get taken off. Uh, but now to see it's on Spotify, which is pretty much one of the biggest services out there is 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 awesome and uh, hopefully other uh music yeah. uh music labels and anime studios follow suit so the great news man i'm glad to hear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh yeah check that out um and it looks like uh philly gundam fan comes back with another submission here it looks like uh the gundam cafe reopened so uh in july 21st it um reopened as the tokyo brand core Gundam Cafe Tokyo Brand Core. It's going to have four distinct areas. It's going to offer takeout drinks, lattes, uh, reusable water bottles. There's a good shop that gets sweets and mugs and magnets. There's a restaurant area that resembles a caf- a cafeteria of a, a battleship. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, and, but, um, They'll have that, and then um, they're going to have their first dinner show. Um, there is a, with the, what is it, Zeon's Rally Gathering presented by Shark Karma Kira. <laughs> Yo, and you have Kira and Atherin's secret cooking mission. So What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> These jokers are cooking? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And wow. Zeon's Diner Tokyo, it's, it resembles the bar that Char visited at MSG. And you can watch mobile suit battle simulations based on the food you order. Reservations required. Oh my god. <laughs> Zeon's dinner Tokyo is decked out with portraits of everyone's favorite space fascists, the Zabi family. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, you could you could sit there and enjoy um, you know, ch- uh, chicken Alfredo pasta while you, you sit there and look at uh, portraits of Degwin and Garma. Um, <laughs> And here, Garen, and here, Garen's Garen. speech. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, I, of course. 
that, that's 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 probably how they ended the the, uh, the show. It's like okay, Zig Zion, Zig Zion. Oh, Sagoi, this is so cool. It's just like that anime I've watched. It's like... <laughs> you know what I you know what I do find funny is all the big Zion fam 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 people. Mm-hmm. They're always out, they're always the most like in the real world the most socially conscious people because it's funny. I'll see like these things on Twitter with people that you can tell they're like Xeon fanboys. And then mm-hmm. it's like, um, and then when they, they comment about things in the real world, I'm like, wait a second, you're, you're, you're for something in the real world that you're, that these people that you're fans of in a fictional world would never want. <laughs> <laughs> something, something just doesn't make any sense here. Hey man. That's it's the irony of life. Play. They're right? At least Xeon apologists have a place to go. They have a place Yeah, they do. Where everybody knows their name, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those those <laughs> portraits, though. I'm fucking bugging. Look at oh, those. Oh, man. Man, look at, look I... at my man. <laughs> look at my man, David, though. He looks pretty amazing. hilarious, isn't it? Oh, yeah. and Gary Boy with the action pose, and of course my man Garma curling his hair. Hey, girl, curling those bangs, good shit, good shit. Yo, is that is that Katsuya off to the side? Yo, Katsuya, I see you, I see you, I see you peeking, girl. I, I just like I like Gigwin's picture where he's just like I didn't want any of this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, have you have you have you, uh, have you seen the menu? Like I'm on the main site and the menu oh, like. There's a burger with a, uh, a Federation Forces flag in it. Like Ooh. I love how they got like little flags. There's um, there's an RX-78-2 um, cup, like for drinks. I, I don't know what half these things are because I can't read Japanese. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and they got some swag in there too, man. It looks like they got like some Gundam perfume, uh, Gundam candies. Mm. All kinds of stuff in here. They got some cool mugs and stuff. So, Ooh, but Amaro dedicated pilot lunch. Man, look at Onion Colony. Yeah. Yo, an Onion Colony. Yo, let's blow this up. Yo, let me see this. Yo, that looks dope. It's yo, it's an O'Neill cylinder <laughs> made out of Ritz. <laughs> well, the que- the question is, is this? I think we all know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. The one thing you'll never run out of at the Gundam Cafe is salt. Uh, they better not. No, no. They got the, slap everybody, did you boy. see they got the hamburger? Got... Yeah, oh, with the Federation of Forces flag in it. Oh, shit. Let's go. Wait, where is this? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And they got another They got another little sandwich. Yeah, they got another. They have a sandwich that looks like the. It, it looks like those sandwiches that Fraubo was feeding Armuro. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it, it's even in that tray. Dude. I gotta say that they got they gotta up these portions, man. A big when we big boys roll through, man, they gotta they, we we're gonna have to order two plates or something. <laughs> you ever seen that? Like you you see videos of the cafes, and it's like oh look at these nice drinks or whatever, and they're like tiny, mm-hmm. mad tiny too, right? Yo, my god, <laughs> you're like wait a second, we we the minimum size beer in America is twenty two ounces. It's yeah. Like, we're... <laughs> Yo, the Slugger hamburger. Yo, Slugger. That's it's called the Slugger. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, they call it the Slugger, but I know that they meant Slugger though. Oh. oh my God, yo, look at that flag though. Yes. 
Yeah, beautiful, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. To and they gotta have they gotta have bright burgers too. I, mean, I would hope so. They need a name yeah. like a Londinian burger or some shit. Londo Bell. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Just just make sure my man is recognized for his love of burgers, man. Let's keep it going. Let's let's. Dude, I'm, now I'm looking at I'm looking at the thing for the di- uh, Zeon's Diner Tokyo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the portraits kill me. Oh my god! <laughs> yo, man, yo, check this out, yo, Zabi home cooking. Gillen's Gary and Zabi's a Balaku schnitzel. No way! Oh my god! Wow, y'all, Are you I'm done? <laughs> I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this uh, shit. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go on our adventure. Let's go. I'm ready. Yo, I want that oh glass though with the RX seventy eight dash two on it. No, I that wish... that and the the coffee mug with the black with the. Oh yeah, the that right one's on. nice too. It's That's either a coffee it. mug or it's a, a, a one for a mule. Um, I I can't I don't really know what it is, but yeah, man, it's. Um, I mean, the, did you see some of the events? You have the G Dimensions X Diner Show dinner show, with like there's oh, there's one there yeah is. there's this one with Char and and Garma. <laughs> There's the Celestial Bean Surprise Party. How funny is that? What? <laughs> Yo, stop it. Where's the good in the wing, boys? They don't got nothing popping? Yo, no where's the wing? Nobody <laughs> likes wing anymore, man. Come on. Oh, boo. Yo, where's the wing, pre- Dog, they ain't as pretty as Celestial Bean. What you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Celestial, be- Celestial Bean's so pretty that one of them ended up being a woman. So, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> No one, no one in that show asked questions on how that worked. Yeah, everybody, everybody was, everybody was, everybody just acted like that was just normal. It's like, okay. and now Terry is wearing a dress. Yeah, oh, dude, oh. Terry was wearing a dress. She had some fucking F cups or B cups Woo! or whatever she had. Yeah, man. I mean, Woo! yeah, it, it's Good just, shit. yeah. I mean, that's just. That's just what it that's, was. That's man. some shit that would make you question God right there. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you would be silent with that shit. Oh, my how God. How dare you say that? Nobody, nobody's more oh. of a celestial being at this point, man. <laughs> yo, <laughs> man, yo, fucking, yo, double O was woke as fuck back in the day. I, I totally it forgot. Woo, man, oh. this shit. Oh, yeah. Good game. Yeah. yeah. Tierra is space gender fluid. Yo, shout outs to Ed. <laughs> yeah, even even the even the toughest guys oh. were femme. I mean, lock on and rock on. I mean, come yeah. on, they, they were they were still very pretty guys. You know? Yeah, yeah. My, my so, sides. There, there was there was no woo phase in that show, man. Come on, woo phase. You can't you can't you can't, you can't, you can't repeat the legend. You can't you can't replicate the legend. No oh, man, it's too. Oh my shit, the legendary loser. <laughs> I got beat by a woman. Oh. Yeah, he was like he was. He <laughs> <laughs> was the most misogynist person too. Go I ahead. can't believe it. You're just saying that because you're a woman. It's the like, most. <laughs> oh my god, your answer. <laughs> Who faced the most unwoke gun to pilot of all time? <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's pretty pretty bad, man. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He, but back to really your size. Back yeah. to you. <laughs> so, uh, next one here comes from Yazi88. I guess there's a new Neo Genesis Climber Mosapeta anime that's been announced. It's Ooh, called wow. Genesis Climber Mosapeta Breaker. 
or no climb no genesis climber mosapeta genesis breaker that's a lot of genesis in there sure is if that's what it is yeah so uh looks I wonder like the, uh, the show off like the, the i see the uh the new the new cyclone here it's fucking cool Ooh, it looks good yeah yeah, yeah it does look good and it's yeah. a female it's a female unit i wonder if that's just a, a one of the one of the mechs we'll see or if that might be the the mech of the main character but uh it's, I guess it's too soon to tell, but um, I'm so, I'm hyped for this. Holy shit, yo! I can't wait for fucking Harmony Gold to turn this into the new Robotech guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, like, Woo! Like let's go. Like in the article here from Anime News Network. Oh my you know, god, Harmony Gold. They they renewed and extended its licensing agreement with Tasunoko for, you know, uh, Super Dimensional Fortress Macross and uh, Southern uh, Calvary Southern Cross and Genesis Clabber Mosapeta. So. <sighs> Unfortunately. So if we got new Mosopeda, that means new Robotech, man. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, new oh. Robotechnology. You can't yeah. keep getting away with this. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's but they do. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How did they keep doing this to us? God damn. Are you oh. telling me the true the true evil in the world is Harmony Gold? Because that's what it seems like. They always seem to win for some reason. Always. They, they have they have hellified. Whatever lawyer they have is that's that's the lawyer. If I ever get in trouble, it's like get me the Harmony Gold lawyer. Woo! Get me out of it. <laughs> fucking Teflon Dons, those motherfuckers. Jeez. God, God damn. Harmony Gold is the anti-spiral of. <laughs> 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 we'll always lose. They're the best legal dream team since OJ's. <laughs> Absolutely, just, just like, absolute despair to the anime fandom. Oh. It's, like, it's like holy shit, this guy just hired the Harmony Gold. They're they're like some. It's like some crazy real estate firm that somehow just keeps getting the to to siphon these poor um, Japanese animes that that kills the dreams of all of its fans. Dude, all I know is we got so. <laughs> they've been doing this for 30, 30 years. Thirty years, bro. We got so close too. We got mad close. So every, close. Every, everybody was thinking they were going to run the clock out, right? Oh, that was yeah. Like the clock was running. I and it was like all quiet on the Western Front. Nobody heard anything. Right? Oh, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. It's like, it's like no, fuck you. 11.59 p.m. We're, we're taking back this shit. We're extending it, man. Because Harmony Gold effectively pissed off so many of those those companies that I was I was I was thinking it was already sewn up. It's like, well, we're just we're just gonna let the clock run out because you know we don't you know we want to we want to be able to market Macross outside of Japan, and instead they just said fuck it, we'll just we'll 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 do this. I, I can't imagine how much money got, um, you know, uh, provided. Well, in, it, in order it always, to it always tells you read read things before you sign them. Yeah, because whoever made that. Whoever made that that meeting uh, thirty years ago, who who was in that meeting and and, and signed on this? I mean, yes, it's hard to think mm -hmm. sometimes of how things are going to be in the future. Because what was it that happened with all the streaming stuff? Remember when uh, like Netflix went to streaming, all these things started happening. You had oh, so yeah. many of these shows that all of a sudden it was like, why wouldn't this show be on streaming? It's like, well, the streaming rights were actually owned by this person. It's like. Right. There was some weird thing because yep. for a, a point there, all of a sudden streaming rights were there, but there was no ways to regulate them. And people just, they almost, it's almost like the IP, you know, IP sat, you know, they just, they just squatted on them. And it's, it's, I, I got to kind of give it to them. Like they're, 
I mean, they're evil, Harmony Gold, and, and they <laughs> and they just and they destroy things that that we that we love. But you gotta kind of respect their game, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you can hate they, the player, but not the game. Yeah, they, man. they keep they, they keep winning. It's yeah, like. Man. It's like our it, side loses. It, didn't <laughs> was it were they the ones who were like, Oh yeah, the license is about to renew, let's renew it. Wasn't it on them? I, I remember I remember Chris sat there when Chris was still on the show and he sat there and explained it to us for like like twenty five minutes. <laughs> and it was like I mean yeah, it was oh. like it, it almost ended up being like the guy that was like the low end of the company somehow inadvertently said yes to something and, <laughs> and that was held to be valid and and all these different things wow. and yeah it's it was just uh um they, they played it right yeah, yeah. oh yeah for sure right, right. for those that don't know it. go oh, ahead no go ahead go ahead sorry go ahead i was like i was gonna say it was like i could despise them until the day i die till the heat death of the universe but man i gotta respect that game yeah i mean <laughs> I and mean, that's what I'm saying. I want that. Yeah. If I ever get in trouble, I got to get their lawyers. I got to get yeah, the name of their lawyers. Who the fuck cause... they are, man? Because uh, you want to get scot free, boy. But mm -hmm. uh, yo, shout outs to uh, the Macross Speaker Podcast. If you guys never listen to them, they have like the complete breakdown of what uh, what happened between Harmony Gold and uh, and and all the all the studios involved with Macross. I've heard it. Band, I've heard it like it is, I've heard it like three it, times, and it, yeah. hurt, it hurts my mind. It hurts. Like, uh, and, I, it, and I can. And I can kind of comprehend these things, yeah. but it's almost like it's a perfect storm of like just good old fashioned, like just not even really conning people, but just really playing the game to the utmost degree. And just certain people making just like one dumb mistake that just is like... It opens up everything for you. If you want the so. quick and dirty version, um, there's a good channel on YouTube called Toy Galaxy. They have a two-part video on Robotech that you guys can check out, and it breaks down the whole legal fucking struggle with uh, with uh, Harmony Golden, yeah. uh, Macross, and Robotech, and all that stuff. It, it's very it's, it it brushes over a lot, but you can get the gist of what what happened. But 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 you know what it means yeah. to you. You ain't gonna see Macross here, so no, you're gonna have to go to buying the them imports. Hey, buy them you're, imports or go into the methods or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna keep buying hundred dollar Blu-rays, so you know. Damn, even some, in some cases it more than that. It's freaking. Yeah, sucks. there you go. If, so. it's, if it's not released to Harmony Gold, you're not gonna see Macross. So that is uh that is the story, and uh, they do not want to promote any Macross series that does not fall within the Robotech uh, framework. So that is uh, that is what it is, and they also don't have the rights to a lot of the designs uh, for Macross. So that it's it's a bit of a point of contention for both sides. But Harmony Gold is definitely the aggressor in this, and if they just let this, all I gotta go, say is that this means that the, um, the Robotech, what a Tobey Maguire movie. That, that's on yeah. when he attached to it at one point like so many people were but yeah he was attached because he's a big fan i remember being at comic-con going to a panel where they're talking about the robotech movie i was with you it was 2008 yeah. it was 2008 buddy we were there oh, you ago. you me and encyclopedia black boy we were there in the way back in the back watching tommy yoon talk about oh we're gonna get this robotech movie off the oh, ground yeah, like, this will be you, by 2010. This will yo, be in the theaters. We talked like, about it in that fucking episode, too. <laughs> Go back and listen if you haven't heard yeah. that shit. The 2008 Comic-Con Spectacular. 12 years ago, baby. 12 years ago. Yo, this Robotech movie's coming out. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See how that turned out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Good times. It's got it's got, it's got all this Hollywood backing. Toby Maguire. It's like Spider Man. Oh my God. Nope. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny how things change, but um. Then reality. Thank you, Yazi eighty eight for that for that news. Uh, oh, and Philly Gundam man, fan comes up with um a little bit of extra uh, information for the um uh, Sunrise releasing more. Um, they're gonna they announced they're gonna release more uh, soundtracks during August and September. Oh, word! And they're gonna distribute about one thousand pieces of Gundam music. To various streaming services consisting of theme songs, film scores, character songs from various Gundam entries. Uh, August 7th, they're going to release music from Unicorn, Narrative, The Origin, and Twilight Axis. Yes, Twilight Axis! And um, I can relive that music while thinking about how, how bad of a that was. <laughs> the, the, the wannabe uh, Cowboy Bebop of, um, of Gundam. Um, uh, August 21st will be Seed and Destiny, which is cool because they have a lot of good music actually. And Gundam 00, the most woke Gundam ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's gonna be forever known as the most woke Gundam ever. Oh man, um, and then it looks like in September, wow, uh, what's gonna be added is uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. um, new mobile report Gundam Wing, After War Gundam X, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Age, Ooh, nice. Iron Blooded Orphans, Hell yeah, oh, yes. Gundam Thunderbolt, another oh. one, uh, and uh, <laughs> how dare, and Gundam Build Divers Rerise. So yeah, so yeah, there you go, man. You can just sit back and listen to all that music while uh, things are going on. So. Nice. Uh, that's it for the news. Unless Solbro or, or, or Fred got anything that's that's breaking news. Any, any anything breaking? How's Akita oh, uh, doing? Do we know? Do oh, we know how Akita's doing? That is concerning. Uh, for those that don't know, um, oh, man. Suichi Akita, the voice of Shara Aznable, oh. uh, he had a he had a health scare uh, a couple Legend. of days ago, and Legend. he's recovering. Um, three times faster, of course. Three, he's hopefully, three times three faster. Time faster. It, yes. Indeed, but uh, he is re he's on the he's on the mend. Uh, they didn't really detail what happened to him. At least, uh, not that I know of. It's but, probably um, from smoking. It's all these Japanese yeah. voice actors. They all have like lung cancer from yeah, smoking. Yeah, man, it's tough. A and thousand it's like, cigarettes. When you're in the fucking uh, the video, sorry, the studio all day, and you're recording uh, all sorts of animes, it was part of the culture back then, man. Even here in America, man, when they used to do group recordings, people smoked like chimneys. Used to hear, uh, um, but I think over there it's even that. still. I, I think it still goes on. I mean, Asia still has a lot of um, smokers. That's why America. That's why American tobacco companies could care ten shits about um, smoking being banned in the United States because they make more money, like in Asia and the Middle East. Like they smoke. Like when I was in the Middle East, man. Like all the smoke, it was either it was either smoke from the refineries <laughs> or or smoke from people. You know, it, that's all it was. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they smoked in the freaking in the airports. I could I couldn't believe that. <laughs> like what? <laughs> It'd be like walking in the airport. Like I felt like I was transported to Mad Men, except everybody yeah. Arab. Yeah. So, <laughs> So it kind of really wasn't Mad Men because it had diversity. <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, those, shots, like those shots fired. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Gundam, this is... <laughs> the most woke Gundam show there is. <laughs> but, um... 
And shout out to the Black Cat. He hit us up with a couple of uh, news stories yeah. over on Twitter just to run through them real quick. Uh, blurbs, really. Um, Maxi Boost on has beaten uh, Animal Crossing in Japan uh, in sales. Yeah. So that is Yay. awesome to hear. I'm glad to hear it's doing well over there. I wonder how uh, it did overseas. And uh, hopefully we'll get some figures on that soon. Shout out to Ali Barter, who uh, covers all this stuff over on Forbes Games. So props to him as well. But thank you, the Black Cat. Yeah, I like that guy. I always, always retweet his stuff. Yeah, man. Was, a, I need to. I need to contact him once. Maybe he'll come on the show. Maybe so. I'd love to talk to him. He's a British guy, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. I read. I read his stuff on Forbes all the time. Longtime anime fan covers the covers a lot yeah. that having to do with the uh, the, the industry <clears> business. <throat> so, uh, props to him, and uh, it's good to see uh, when he puts out content. But uh, next up, uh, it looks like uh, the Gundam is moving. Uh, the uh, the Gundam uh, the Gundam statue in Japan. It's on yeah. the move, uh, and. Uh, Here's some footage of it right here. It looks like uh, they've got it going. Let me see here if I can move it up some. Yeah, it looks COVID, like it does, COVID doesn't stop Anaheim Electronics. COVID is not going to stop the mobile suit era from coming, man. Damn. <laughs> I wonder if this will lend itself to us having, like, uh, robotic uh, robotic suits. and not, not the size of a Gundam, but, like, the technology being put in this will well, be, it be, be um, applied on a smaller like, scale. Um, the scale, the like, what is it? The James guns and the, or they the Jigans, the the smaller ones from the F ninety one universe, like I was crossbow thinking, I was, and vanguard ones. I was thinking petite mobiles, but you know. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, or, probably or, first, or at least scope dogs. You know that that type of size, but uh, yeah, yeah um, it's freaking cool uh, that they got the the unit moving and uh, yeah, um, props props to the, the team working on this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly how far they can take it. But uh, thank you very much for that article as well. Uh, there's photos. If you guys want to check out uh, more photos of the suit uh, and in all oh. its glory, uh, you can do that too. Um, let's see here. There is a U.S.-based 12-day virtual Gundam Expo happening on the 20th. Uh, it's called the Gundam Online Expo. Uh, Bandai oh. Namco Collectibles is holding the online expo in the USA. Uh, there's an article on uh, Anime News Network about it. Basically staying, saying the event will run from August 20th to August 31st. Wow. Um, the event will feature Gunpla World ver, uh, version MG, or I guess Master Grade Exhibit, with an augmented reality of Japan's Gundam-based Tokyo venue. Ex exclusive merchandise will be available for order during the event. And uh, professor, sorry, professional modeler Katsumi Meijin Kawaguchi will offer painting lectures during the event. Yo, the Meijin, son! Kawaguchi! Yeah. Let's go. I'm ready to go. Props yeah, to... Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, man. That's freaking cool. Any thoughts, fellas? Any thoughts at all? You gonna be in attendance? I'll probably... <laughs> well, yeah, I'll watch it. I've been... I'll watch it. The only problem is, is you're gonna have to probably um, put your wallet and your credit cards in it and lock them some way in, in another part of your house. Yeah. I'm sure this is going to be all the stuff you're going to be like, God, I wish they would make a model of this. Oh, my God, they did. This is the thing I'm, I'm seeing with them. This is, this is, this is where they'll get us because they'll be like, oh, they're at home. They're just chilling out. They haven't really seen anything cool in a while. Um, yeah, this is, this is what we wanted. This, you know, we, we know that if we have a Emma Sheen Ber, uh, Beret edition of the, Gundam, of the Gundam Mark II, uh, people will buy it, and Solbro will be you going into debt. Solbro getting yelled at by his wife. I'll be the first to order one, though. That's why. Did, why, did, why, did, why did you spend ten thousand dollars on these things? Ten thousand. <laughs> Indeed. 
a lot of these Japanese companies have been doing these live stream events. Like Ultraman is doing their. Normally they would have like a festival, but now they're doing like a virtual festival. Well, um, I will say this: this is something I like to call the future. Um, oh shit! I, I think, or I, I don't necessarily think it's going to replace it, but I think you're going to have more blended conventions, and you've already kind of had them. I mean, for what the last couple of years with Comic Con, you could just watch it on stream. I mean, it's better than dealing with all the crowds and the stinky people. Yeah, I mean, Tamashii mean, Nations just had one where you actually could. They had the presentations where they showed the videos and stuff like that, and you. They still had those figures that you could pre-order, you know, yeah. like at any other live event. But they had like the display set up, and you could like go to it, like click on a spot, and you'd be able to look at the shelf and stuff like that, and walk through it virtually. Yeah. see what's being released this, and... this is the future i yeah. think i think i think they're going to come back they're going to be blended and then and then eventually i mean because really the the technology is getting good enough that we can do this so oh yeah um, yeah, yeah. Um, well thank you very much the black cat for all the news stories over on twitter it's very appreciated thank you and, uh, neo uh, uh, uh fred any anything you wanted to mention? oh hold on i want to do a special segment soul bro oh shit all right it's a special segment that I want to do. Okay. Wait, do you have anything before I do my special segment? Nope. Nope. I got nothing. Okay. I haven't, I haven't done. I don't know if I've ever done this, but I want to do a game review. Okay. Oh. Let's go. Let's go yeah. over here this. Okay. okay. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, PS4. shit. I mean, that game's been out, man. I, man, I'm excited. Well, what's, what's been happening with you in this game? It's good, and I like it. Man. Done. <laughs> that's a review <laughs> no if, if, if you have a if you have a ps4 play it yeah uh yeah so jose's been watching I've, been, I've actually been streaming it so oh shit oh right on <laughs> yeah, yeah i just sit there and i play it so it's like playing a, a kurosawa movie oh, so perfect it's basically what, and there actually is a, a kurosawa mode you can make it all black and white there is i saw that that shit is nice <laughs> that shit is so nice Man. So, but I will say the one thing is, uh, all these types of games, I still hate fucking archers. <laughs> they what die if... with one sword slash, but mm -hmm. damn it, they they they. Suck it's getting to them. Get That's to the problem. <laughs> man, I, yeah, I, the, I, the the mm -hmm. the cat. Don't think, just pick up, just 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 do it. You, nice. You'll be okay. I I I've been I've been eyeing that game because there, there's a lot of it. It reminds me of uh, Breath of the Wild. And, uh, oh, it's got everything in it, dude. Yeah, Seriously. man. It's, it's it's, the the roaming and just uh, the I yeah. just like the look of it and the flow of it is so cool. But um, and yeah, the cinematics of like when you're doing freaking boss fights and stuff is just mm -hmm. ridiculous. I mean, S super stylish, man. I, I, if anything, I, I give them props for making a, a very nice looking game, and it looks yeah. like it's super fun to play too, man. And I, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, it's good. So that that's my review. It's good. Buy it. So indeed. Sony, if you ever need a spokesman. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Put your hat in the ring. <laughs> the way I would do that is I'd have like a five minute intro and be like, buy it. It's good. Later. <laughs> the, the, the black cat in the chat says, uh, that re that review left me with little choice. <laughs> yeah. It should. <laughs> Damn. Indeed. 
should. But uh, anything else before we go into Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy? Ah, Chapter one. Siege. Ready to talk about this, man. I'm ready to oh, go. Oh, man. Just a little background. I think this came out, what, about two weeks ago, Solbro, on the old Netflix? Yeah. Is... I think last weekend. It came out last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. And uh, this is, good. like we said, it's uh, Chapter one of a three chapter kind of series that they're going to be doing for war of cybertron um and it, you know it's the good old battle between the good the what is it the, the what were they called the good-hearted or kind autobots the heroic, and, the heroic, heroic autobots and the evil decepticons yeah and uh and this is actually loosely based on some uh comics uh under the same name um so that's why we have Fred here, and uh, they released the first uh, chapter one, which is the first six episodes. Which is basically, if you want to know what it is, it's it's so think about the so uh, Transformers G one, the first episode. It's basically everything before that episode. Yeah. Or, so. if you, or or if you saw the um if you saw the Bumblebee I mean, movie, if you saw the Bumblebee, Bumblebee movie, movie too, then yeah. uh at the yeah. very opening scene. Is is kind of a a, a segment of this, yeah. but further in the future, but um, before the Transformers come to Earth. So basically, yeah, it's a yeah. it's very reminiscent of that too. Yeah, so it's basically that time period. So, um, you know, the war has been going on for a long, long time. We're introduced to Optimus Prime. We're introduced to Megatron. Uh, it's the fight for Energon. It's the fight for um, who can control Cybertron. Of course. Uh, the heroic Autobots are being pushed back, back because you know um, they they were they were always missing something for some reason. The Decepticons always had more resources, even though it never really seemed like they did. But okay, um, and um, they look like, uh, and of course, um, what comes up to be a way to end the war is searching for the All Spark. So. We uh, get that where it's kind of a fetch quest between the Decepticons trying to find the AllSpark and Optimus Prime and the heroic Autobots trying <laughs> to take it away from him. So um, uh, that's a quick synopsis. And, and it gets up to the point where they basically get in the arc and leave um, and, you know, to go someplace uh, special. So I wonder where they go. I wonder where the arc ends up when it goes through the space bridge. So. But uh, I guess we'll go with Fred here for us to talk about some of the things you liked uh, about the show, uh, some of the things that really stood out. Um, I know the guy also could probably bring up some of the things to sure a, a reader of the comics see what was kind of uh, brought in, what was maybe lacking, uh, or something that they did in the show that they didn't do in the comics that you liked. So yeah, absolutely. The floor is yours. <clears throat> so I I pretty much enjoyed it. I, I think it was a it's a good attempt at a, a quote unquote a serious a really serious version of the Autobot Decepticon War. Um, I, I liked how the uh, the cast, even the voice cast, was actually pretty good, yeah. minus a couple ones that kind of I got a I got a little hung up on. But uh, yeah, I I liked how well the the voice cast was. They they didn't do exactly the G one voices, but they kind of like were like, hey, if you got to catch the hint, you can kind of get it. Oh, you didn't you didn't like the 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 um the the tease every time the Optus is like Autobots, let's go. 
yeah. he finally did in the, I think the last episode he said roll out like every time it was like Autobots let's leave you know <laughs> like, oh, like the guy that the guy the did, it's like the guy just doing his best Peter Cullen impression and he's oh, just like, yeah. it'd just be like Autobots and there'd be a pause and you're like he's gonna say roll out isn't he like let's let's do this and it's like what you're supposed to say roll out it's like Autobots let's hit the showers yeah <laughs> Autobots, let's head to Banjo Country. Yeah. <laughs> we need to pick a bush light. <laughs> we need to find our hidden, our, our, our secret agent, Dale. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't laugh. Remember in the, I think it was what, in Revenge of the, was it Revenge of the Fallen? No, it was the one no. in Chicago. Yeah, Dark of the Moon, where they had the, 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 yeah, they had the, NAS, the wreckers who were NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, why'd you have to remind me? Oof. Yeah. Oh, they, they take a piece out of my soul every time we think about those movies. Oh, gross. But yeah, I think it was a... And it, and, it, and it took some dollars out of your wallet because you pretty much saw most of them. It sure yep. did. Because we reviewed every last one of them shits for this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta, we gotta go see it. And they're not gonna we gotta, pay we gotta it. Go gotta see, it. We gotta go see Optimus Prime say, I'll kill you for the fifth time. <laughs> Shoot some humans. <laughs> Yo, have a good time. I'll kill you. Just, it's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Just, I, didn't, I didn't mean to take your donuts, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, but yeah, I I think it was uh, so like the the tributes and stuff to the G1 cartoon itself, which is primarily what this is going for, mm-hmm. is to get that uh, good old G1er heart and soul crowd back in. Uh-huh. But uh, it does pay. There is a lot like uh, the fact that like the Autobots are pretty much on the losing end is kind of a story aspect from the All Hail Megatron books, where pretty much uh, Optimus is almost dead in those books, but he's not in, of course, this. But the Autobots are like on the severe losing end mm-hmm. at the beginning of those books, and uh, so like having some of that stuff there, there is stuff from the. Uh, the Ubisoft games in there, which of course was yes. called one of the War for Cybertron trilogy, um, with War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron and stuff like that. So, which those games the, are very highly regarded from. Oh, from what I absolutely, they are absolutely yeah. minus the third one. Oh shit, the third one garbage. Oh damn, <laughs> it, it was at last second they decided to switch studios. Uh, like oh. um, High Moon, High oh. Moon did the 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 Deadpool game, and it was a commercial failure oh damn and they dissolved the studio and then dark of the moon oh not dark of the moon gosh uh the 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 fourth one with the dinobots was there yeah and they were like oh well we need to make a movie so or a game so we could tie into this movie and they just reused the assets from the previous games and it was terrible but those first two games absolutely amazing it was like the first time the very first time we got to see you know the the war on Cybertron. It wasn't just like a flashback for five seconds or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, the, like, the, oh, the, the, the tease we were getting for like twenty, thirty years. Of, yeah. Um, and no humans. It was just it was just straight up just Autobots versus Decepticons. I, I remember as a kid seeing Generation One, and they'd have those teases. I think it was what the second or third season where they had the teases of the uh, back in Cybertron. I think mm-hmm. what is it the. Um, 
the one where they show Optimus Prime as Orion Pax, and you're like, wow, they look like all the vehicles look that cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yeah. So it was, yeah, and like how this show does it, it's it's cool how they do all the war stuff. Um, uh, pretty much having like uh, what's uh. Not not sideways, uh, but they had like like stuff in there. I was like super surprised seeing like Sound Blaster. I was like, wow, they got yeah. Sound Blaster in here! Like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, because I, I I know that the name is like a combination of Soundwave and, and Blaster, but uh, I never heard of that character until I saw it and saw him in this. Is is he like some kind of rare kind of uh? Is is, is there an inside joke with that character or something? He's literally a black repeat of Soundwave, and that's oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's like um, uh, Scorponok and his 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 repaint is called Black the Rock, right? Yeah. Or, or, a, or like Starscream and Thundercracker and Skywarp. They're all yeah. They're just all repaints of each other. Yeah, with different diddly bits for their heads and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, like having characters like that was cool. Uh, like some really non famous characters. Like of course you have your like your Ratchets, your Will Jacks, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, but having like like Moonracer and stuff like yeah. that, it's like, oh, dude, this is cool. Like, hey, not uh, it's cool that we're having uh, somebody besides the psychopaths who are, are dedicated to this franchise actually know who this character is now. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. me, and, like you, and <laughs> that and um, what was it? Uh, the fact that Bumblebee, I like the fact that they made it where Bumblebee is not even an Autobot. He's just basically a guy. He's a, he's just a hustler, is what yeah. he is. I mean, I I actually like that because, I mean, you know, it's nice to see him in that light because you know, for like the last 10, 15 years, he's always the loyal Autobot, and it's like I kind of liked it that he had like attitude. He's like, yeah, piss off. I'm not going to help you guys. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just here to do a job, and that's about it. Like, to me, I, I kinda, actually appreciated that. I like that too, but it, some parts it was like a little bit too much because it's like every time somebody like tapped him on the shoulder, he was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I'm not an Autobot." Yeah, he's, poor, yeah. Poor. yeah. <laughs> too cool for school, right? He was he was oh. crying about that a little too much. Yeah, it's like, dude, dude, I'm just trying to get by to use a bathroom or something, man. Like, like, <laughs> like chill the hell out, man. And uh, but uh, one of the best aspects is. Uh, them uh, the, uh megatron's patty little lips that he's got apparently yes he got them uh he got them overlord lips oh yeah we got the case of the duck lips strong bro oh man like <laughs> it like, like he, he ready for that, instagram like, <laughs> yeah it, he's the, there's there's a character in the idw books where uh mm-hmm. he uh, called overlord which yeah. is the, yeah, from Victory, and he, yes! he yeah. has this similar thing where he has like these pouty lips, and then yeah. when everybody saw this, they were like, "Oh no, he's got Overlord lips," <laughs> so, which is the stupidest thing to like get attached to. But you know, like I said, we're psychopaths, so um, you know, we uh, like people like that. But uh, yeah, I, I I think it was fine. I I think it was a good start. I think we were talking about it before, where it kind of had a slow start in the first yeah. three episodes. And then it just hit that high pace on the last three. And uh, I think now that it's got its footing, I think uh, I think it's uh, I think it's part two and three is going to be a good good thing, man. I have high hopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that and that's something we go and we talk about some of the negatives. But uh, 
Is that it, um, Brad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, just, just hold on to your seats. True heart and soul is about to happen. Go <laughs> ahead, soul, bro. Word? <laughs> did, 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 did you get transported back to Key West as a kid with <laughs> Captain Crunch? Asking this. Yo, Key West. <laughs> oh, yo, I, I, I thoroughly uh, had fun with this. I, I, I kind of blew it out in two settings, but uh, it was two quick settings. Because uh, each episode it's averages, episodes. yeah, yeah it's each like episode averages episodes. like twenty-two minutes, so it's not not long. It's not, it's a very quick watch when the when it comes down to it. But um, I I went into this because uh, uh, if you guys remember, we uh, actually reviewed uh, some of the IDW comics here on Gundam uh, a couple years ago. It was Fred, myself, and a, and a bunch of others. Uh, I believe show was on that too. We talked about uh, more than meets the eye. Uh, I went into this with the the foreknowledge of that comic. Uh, going into this, so I, I kind of knew some of the um, <clears throat> the backstory between about Megatron being a, a freedom fighter, along with um, uh, uh, Optimus Prime and Ultra Magnus, and kind of the dynamic between the three of those uh, characters, and uh, how the state of Cybertron was. And I went into this; uh, it was nice to see Megatron uh, uh, reference the whole time he was a gladiator, and how they, they had the uprising and Alpha Trion. Uh, and seeing that all play out in the show, and this show doesn't really do a great job of like kind of uh, spelling out the complete backstory of what led to this. But I guess they wanted to kind of hit the ground running, and maybe they'll explain it in later episodes. Really, but PCs those first three around. slow episodes, they yeah. hit the ground running. <laughs> well, there was there was, was build-up. They had they kind of set up the stage, but yeah, it once build one... up, it was the snail pace. I mean, come on. Yeah, the 20, the 22 honest, minutes, I was like, I, I, I'm seeing slower, yeah, personally. Yeah, but you know what, though? But you know uh -huh. what? They could have replaced it by giving us glimpses of stuff with the war. And You're that, right. that would that would have helped a, lot, a little I'm, bit better. Because I, I, yeah, I read that, that with you. I agree with that. It, it just didn't make sense. Some of the Alpha Trion stuff they could have... They could have established in those yeah. three episodes, which would have made it given given the the um, uh, the event of uh, when Bumblebee uh, has the uh, the the Alpha Tron protocols downloaded into him. That would have had more reverence by the time we got to it. I want to know what that character meant to Prime and Ultra Magnus and Megatron, and to see kind of the dynamic that split between those three. And again, we may see that in later episodes, but it would have been cool to see that in the in the in the first three episodes. I I will agree with you fully there. Um, but, but it was nice to see a lot of the Transformers I grew up, uh, uh, collecting and, and seeing in the original series appear in this. And in Transformers that, um, came later seeing them come early in this, like RC, uh, didn't really show up until Transformers the movie, if you watch G1, the animated series. So to see that she was involved with the war in Cybertron, Cybertron was great. I was hoping to see Cup. Uh, and maybe we'll see some of the other Transformers that were around. But we got Ultra Magnus, who's another character that was introduced in Transformers the movie, who had a big role in this as a sacrificial lamb. So, <laughs> yo, my man tried to try to be the peacemaker, man, and uh, and he, he got sacrificed. But Magnus has been so dismantled and killed before. But at before. least it's more heroic death in the Transformers movie when he just kind of fell apart. Yeah, right. Yeah. But then they just slapped him back together like it was nothing. Yo, we just need to get yeah. some junkie ons. When you get them junkie on cats to, to come and piece them back together, Ultra Magnus will be okay. But uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoy that. I, I like the fact that it at the end of this, it sets up um, the Transformers that got left behind uh, on uh, Cybertron, like um, uh, Jetfire, RC, which we, we got to see. We got Jetfire, RC, Alita-1. Uh, Alita-1's um, uh, uh, the sniper. What's her name, uh, Fred? I forget. 
Oh, the, um, oh God. I think uh, she's Ironhide's girl. To be quite honest, I'm I, I trying to remember which one was. Chromia. Chromia was that? Chromia, yeah. yeah. yeah Chromia. So yeah, she uh, how those cats uh, and um, Red Alert because Red Alert didn't show up until uh, season two of Transformers. So they set it up nicely for uh, their journey to that eventually lead them to Earth. I do think they have other stops that they're going to make uh, going into season two. But I think at the end of this series, yeah, they'll crash land on Earth. The Ark will uh, crash land and set things up for the G1 animated series. So um, that was uh, that that was it was pretty, pretty cool to see how they got uh, got moving. Um, Bumblebee's development. I hated the fact that he wasn't already on board. Uh, cause I, from what I know about him in the comics, he was a, um, wasn't he one of the, uh, I forget what they call them, but those guys that go around demolishing stuff wasn't, uh, well, Bumblebee was a scout, never mind, but he, yeah. he, he had an active role more so. He wasn't like a, a, um, reluctant hero or anything like that. I don't remember him being that, but, um, I, I there was aspects of that character I liked, but some I didn't. To be quite honest with you, and I, I wish he was already on board with the with the situation because Bumblebee is usually a, a pure individual. I can't imagine the cat that hangs out with Spike Witwicky is this guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I I just I just don't I just don't know how that happens. Like, how does Bumblebee become more uh, kind and freewheeling when he's kind of this hard edged, um, uh, unattached guy in the it, beginning? It's just one of those things where. It, it, it's a symptom of what the current books went through where mm -hmm. they're trying to add this edge to the characters where like, okay, Bumblebee is no longer the happy-go-lucky scout that's always by Prime's side. He's this yeah. loner character and it's because in real war, that's not what it would be like. And it, it's like, I, like, I get what you're saying too. Where yeah, like yeah. It, he should have been like at the side, but like, I kind of like what they did there. It was yeah. just, to me, they pushed it a little bit too much. Where he, he uh, like, like we were saying, like he, like any time you spoke to him, he was like, "I'm not an Autobot. Don't, don't yeah, try he to was all on edge. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you're not, if you're not part of this, then why are you hanging around with these people? Exactly. Like, you, could, you could leave at any time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then, he, then, yeah. He eventually gets suckered in, and uh, and then the 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 train leaves the station with him on it. So, uh, good stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I uh, watching this, um, I got um, I got the the urge like I did when I was eight years old to want to buy some Transformers, son. <laughs> I was I, while I was watching this, I'm looking up, yo, the, what, what Transformers do? And, and, and just, I wanted and just, like, mm -hmm. and just like when you were eight years old, the whole focus behind this show is to probably get you to buy. Yes, stuff, just like. Absolutely, that is not lost on me at all. Matter of fact, as I felt, I felt like an idiot for to be enticed to want to buy another Transformer after all these years. But I was looking up, um, I was trying to find online a um, what's it called, a masterpiece Skywarp, because I wanted that bad boy so bad. And to see what the price tag is for that, I was like, well, that dream is dashed. <laughs> that, those, those are those are for adults. Those those are made for us people like us. Absolutely. Yeah, Full income, <laughs> you know, to, to start out three hundred dollars on a on a toy that transforms from robot to airplane. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's made for us. That that's our market. <laughs> they definitely who they market know they who they're marketing to, and they know who the show is going to market to when when people watch it on Netflix, especially those who grew up with the show. Now, I did hear there was a backlash. Like some people online didn't like this. Um, they didn't like this rendition. We'll get that. I guess we'll go into uh, that in, in, in the negative. Indeed, but uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought for for a, a an initial outing 
this was a very good effort. Uh, I got to applaud Rooster Teeth for uh, definitely um, putting a lot of effort into the series. Because I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Fred, didn't, didn't this start initially as kind of a, a web animation that was very poorly animated and then it got the, the Netflix budget kicked in and then they, they it revamped started the off. It started off made by Rooster Teeth. Yes. And it was terrible. And then... <laughs> They still, then, this, they, so, they still produce this, though. So it, yeah, every, everything yeah. that Solbro just said, I, I, I applaud Rooster Teeth for doing this. And Fred's like, no, they're still involved. Yeah, they started it, and it, yeah. it looked terrible. Well, they're still going to give them they're the still, credit. Yeah. No, they're still yeah. involved with the production. It's it's just that Polygon Pictures, is uh, Polygon is now behind the animation now. So that's yeah. why it looks so much better. But back then, yeah, right. Rooster Teeth was the, was the animation studio handling it initially, right? Yes, uh, Rooster Teeth was handling it. It was the same team that was doing like Ruby and stuff like that. And yep. <laughs> it it shows. It was <laughs> r- 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 rough, son. But then, uh, yeah, then they got the Netflix green light and uh, Polygon Pictures came in and saved the day. So this looks a lot better than uh, what it initially looked like. You can still. Oh, yeah, Polygon. Polygon killed it, I think, yeah. with this show. Yeah, they definitely like, did they a good did a job. Really, I think this is one of their best looking shows so far. Remind honestly. me, did they, did they do Prime as well? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, they did. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, if that's the case, then yeah, um, this definitely had a, a great look to it. Um, I I think that the animation probably could could be a bit more improved, but other than that, it was it was much better, much better than the initial outing for War for Cybertron that they put out on the web. Oh yeah, uh, a, a, a year or so ago. So yeah, it's a uh, far far improvement. But I'll I'll turn the mic over to Neil so he can go into his likes about this. Well, I mean, um, I did appreciate kind of the darker tone. Uh, like I said, I, I like the fact that um, Bumblebee was not part of the team. I thought that brought something there because you're like, okay, this guy's not in an Autobot yet. He's working as a hustler. How does he get caught up in this whole thing? Like, how does he become one of the most loyal of all of Autobots? So that'll be interesting to see. And, and maybe even in this carnation, maybe he never really becomes that. So. Um, I guess we'll see. Um, the uh, depiction of just like a destroyed world, I felt, came off pretty well. Um, you know, it, the the idea that the Autobots are just on their last legs, um, it was kind of interesting to me, but I still was wondering why um, they thought they were in so much trouble because then you find out through the episode that the Decepticons are almost in the same boat. They're, they're running out of resources. So mm-hmm. hence, I guess, the whole thing of the G1 cartoon of why they, you you know, well, we know they're fighting each other, but then why they acted like they did on Earth. They wanted all the energy on. Um, yeah, seeing the different, um, uh, the different um, characters and seeing some that you never thought you'd really see, like you said, um, I like the fact that they made Ratchet like the the yes. like the kind of like weird like pacifist guy that he's just going to take care of everybody and then and like yeah. everybody's kind of cool with it like that whole scene of where who was it that got her was it Skywarp or no um, it was um I forget his name but he was that 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 green and purple trend too I can't oh Acid Damn. Storm Acid yes. Storm yeah so he gets hurt and Ratchet like fixes them up and then the the Autobots come in there and he's like look you, you he's like you just help me and then don't worry about that and they'll do and like everybody got in line like 
they all wanted a fight and then it's like no man if, if i help people if i help if i have to keep helping you then you, you got to see what i do i, I thought that was kind of cool yeah he basically um, made a neutral faction which is actually pretty yeah cool. Uh, and and they were basically for the betterment of like if everybody could come together on Cybertron and work together like this, there wouldn't be a war. And uh, Rat, the, what they did with Ratchet's character, I thought was probably the best rendition of any character they they had in this series so far. I really enjoyed uh, how they depicted him in this. Uh, I like um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I like the fact that they brought uh, Jetfire in so early. I like the um the whole turncoat thing on him and i think it really helps with because if if i'm not if i'm and this is probably one of the incarnations the the one of the original incarnations was him and starscream were like scientists before the war right and that's why they knew each other but in this one you can see that there's like professional rivalry because yeah jetfire of course is the you know the leader of the seekers and um that's what starscream wants to be so um, I, I like that. I like that they kind. Of, I always kind of like Jetfire. I, I like the um, the the thing of the the Decepticon becoming an Autobot. Um, now, I was always wondering, and I don't know if this is true. Did, was there ever a point where an Autobot became a Decepticon in any of the incarnations? Um, I'm trying. Like, there because was, there it, was... I Go wonder ahead. if you will get it because some of the things that Megatron was saying, like when he was doing some of his pontificating on why he's doing what he's doing, you're like, that kind of makes sense. Like, you, like you know, usually, usually when you were kids, you liked the Decepticons because they had the cooler, some of the cooler toys. Mm-hmm. But um, some of the things, the idea of him being more of instead of just the mad. You know, I just got to conquer everything. The reason why he's actually trying to do things. Um, and you actually see him with a little bit more compassion instead of just completely blowing people up mm-hmm. all the time. Um, yeah. That was kind of, that was interesting too. And, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I like that. Um, uh I like that they were all battle damaged for some reason. I thought that really kind of conveyed the point that this whole thing's been going on for a very long time. And even the fact that Megatron had some significant damage on him. um, Holes in his chest. Yeah, holes in his chest and everything. And it makes you wonder, it's like, did he get that when he was a gladiator or when he was fighting the Autobots? So um, that was was pretty cool. Um, But yeah. Other than that, I, I think uh, I don't have too much more I can go into. Um, so I, I guess do, at this point... Oh, go mm, ahead. No, I do have a correction. Uh, the character that we were thinking of, the one that got repaired by um, Ratchet is uh, Impactor. That's who it was. Okay. Impactor. So. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just gets people nitpick us later. <laughs> no, that's fine. And, yeah. Well, I mean, and and I can guess I can kind of go into it. that. Was kind of one of the downfalls. I think is like there was a lot, especially on the Autobot side. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing they did in the show where there's like um, there's a lot of Autobots, a lot of named Autobots, and you introduce them, and you're and especially some of the ones that you're not always familiar with as much. Um, you wish they could do a little bit more with that, but then the Decepticons, it's like, okay, they just kind of augment them with all these faceless guys. Mm-hmm. So 
that that I didn't like. I wish they because it's like at this point you have so many different Decepticons. You could have just said that most of them just ended up staying on uh, Cybertron or or other places. Um, but th that was a downfall to me. So I, I didn't necessarily like that. It's like wait a second, all these you're gonna have all these generic Decepticons. It's like you gotta have some more named guys than that. Well, I think one of yeah. the reasons why they go with generic Decepticons because a lot of them you can just kill off without any kind of consequence uh, because, you know, you got to see the Autobots uh, actually surviving these battles and, you know, if the, if, if they're not dying... Yeah, they, the they killed off a couple die. of them, though. Yeah, they killed off my, my man Skywarp, so, you know... <laughs> yeah, but they killed off a, they killed off a couple of the um, Autobots too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they killed off a uh, poor Moon Racer who's on the screen right now. <laughs> Unless they managed to bring her body back and they pieced her back together, she got uh, ripped apart by those uh, by those zombies. But who's the there. dude that who's the dude at the beginning that got like half his chest blown out? Oh, Cog, he got rebuilt. Cog, yeah, he oh, got yeah, that's he, right. he, he came back. Yeah, I was shocked. That's yo, he's alive. Yo, get out. <laughs> yeah. Cog made it, man. He, he yeah, did. that that's kind of a downside to me. It's like it, it then yeah, it was only really Moonracer in the, and Magnus. In the Walking Dead episode, and, and but Magnus always dies. He's almost yeah, like yeah. Uncle Ben. Yeah, I mean, and Magnus and Prime. Yeah, they usually they usually get cooked and come back. So yeah, <laughs> but um, go back to go back to Fred with some of the things that maybe um, you didn't like about this. Oh, uh, yeah. The only thing, like I kind of felt you guys on that with the. Uh, they did use a lot of Genericons, like yeah, I don't get show. that. And they reused models too, like they mm -hmm. reused the same models as like Impactor and stuff like that. Yeah, for mm -hmm. randoms, and then you think, oh well, I guess they're dead. Is like, oh wait, it's some random guy. Aren't you like, Seekers? Yeah, or yeah, I had a problem with that too. Um, they, but they've always done that with the Decepticons. They've always. To show that the because it's always show that the Autobots are always outnumbered, even though there's like more Autobots. It seems like if you look at the toy lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the Genericons were always like something distinct. They you distinct, can't mistake. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can't mistake a Viacon for like a Thundercracker or something like that. You can't. You just can't. But right. it's just like they they straight up just reuse the models from other to pad out like parts of the force they're like armies and stuff like that just to like fill in space because at, at one point uh, so what at the beginning there's like what five or six seekers then it goes down to about three and then you see more of them throughout get killed you're like wait a second there were more seekers and they look like thundercracker and skywarp and yeah i mean it was weird i I've, I've never i've never liked that shortcut that they do with them for some reason mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's really weird and they don't necessarily know that it's needed. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if we're going to be showing the, the the species of Cybertronians on their on their brink, like, yeah, of course there's going to be a lot of abandoned like areas and not everybody's going to have, like, a full war, you know, like a mm -hmm. war army or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, yeah you're going to have your, your staples, you're going to have your randoms, but... I don't know. I, I I'm with you on that. Um, <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Um, the only other, the biggest problem I have with this is that it, it it's the same thing I have a problem with Gundam. 
and it's like we have to fit this in with a pre-established story somehow yeah. some way and i have a feeling they're gonna just try to be like okay the end like i think they're gonna do the end of part three is gonna be them waking up in g1 yeah that's what yeah. they're gonna do yeah and they have to shoehorn so many like like magnus is dead right so like yeah. how are we gonna bring him back to life Right, like it's gonna be some cockamamie thing, like oh the all spark and, and reusing stuff like the all spark thing. It's like oh here we go again, looking for the yeah. all spark, trying to find the all spark. Yeah, the MacGuffin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like you know we're thinking of like oh well maybe Bumblebee is never gonna be that character he was in G one. It's like oh well just just wait for it, you know. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> they're gonna find some way, and it's gonna feel real awkward because like oh, you have. These characters like Bumblebee, who is on the complete opposite spectrum yeah, of the original yeah. character, and now we have to find a way to flip them over. To and then the hope. same thing is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. To give him hope and just to be like, oh, he he's that super duper loyal guy who's always by Optimus's side and mm -hmm. is willing to fight the good fight and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do that. Like, yeah. it's it's too much. Like, I could I could make it where like. If he was, I, and I think what makes it the worst is he was so adamant about like not being part of some of this stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. wait a second, I get it, you're a hustler, and you don't want to do it, but you could have been out of it. I, I think it would have worked better if he was just it, they use like the you're just at the w wrong place at the wrong time type of arc with him. Like, oh, you know, he left, but then all of a sudden he's somewhere, and the battle comes to him, and he gets caught up in it. Yeah. That would have made a lot more sense than like just I don't want to deal with any of this war and to you know hey Optimus Prime I'll lay my life down for you you know it's like yeah like man. like maybe do something where uh like like that it starts off and then he just tries to find it out and mm -hmm. you know he pulls the Sashi crossbow and accidentally gets a bunch, oh! of, a bunch of innocent people killed oh you know? shit and then he's like oh wow the Decepticons really are a bad bunch of people. And maybe this Optimus guy kind of has a point. You know what? I'm going to join him. You know? Or you go Your through that. Do something like that, maybe. Yo, Fred, you are but... fucking with forces you can't begin to understand. <laughs> are you Are you saying that I'm I'm, I'm, I'm calling Bumblebee the, the King Arthur of the Transformers franchise? Yeah, you are, you are opening Ooh. up. Some... Woo! Yeah, be careful how you say that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm contemplating... Uh, Admitting to have like let that be the hill that I die on. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it real hard about this. Yo, Fred Rex's man. <laughs> well, hey, 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 man. Bumblebee killed Megs. He did, prime, man. He did, he right? Did. He, he did yeah, indeed. I mean, no yeah. doubt, he was the chosen one. He was, man. If you if, if, if Prime is the end of all this story, then yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I guess you would be correct. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, maybe this this is a good idea, man. I think. Uh, oh shit! Oh, let's make some shirts. <laughs> Yo, dots connected. <laughs> but yeah, the the only other thing, major thing I had a problem with is the fact that it's, it's so much of like a toy commercial. Yeah, like it's it's so like like dark. It's dark, like and and very mature, like mm -hmm. the IDW books. But man. Seeing Optimus Prime with peg holes and uh -huh. peg stems sticking out of him and and, <laughs> and highlighter green windows yeah, that he... obviously aren't on in his truck mode. Yeah. And it's just a it's just a pre molded thing that is definitely not on the front of the truck. Yikes. It's like I, 
Yo, he's I, on I model, get it, son. man. <laughs> he's on model. They, no, but they did. They used the original CAD files for for the oh. Twilight for this show. Oh, shit. Well, that makes all the yeah, sense really? in the world. Wow. Yeah. That, that makes sense, though, man. It, it makes the characters look like the char- that looks like the toys, the product. Yeah, so, I mean, I, mean I, I can't blame them for doing that. That's, but, that's funny, though. That's, the thing is, is like, yeah, th- this show really isn't marketed towards kids, so... Yeah. It's just yeah. it's marketing towards you know the, the the sweaty Transformers fans that are gonna push a five year old out of the way to get that that last oh, yeah. peg Optimus Prime you know <laughs> like me you throw elbows at them kids <laughs> I mean I would she Yo, give me that uh, give me that masterpiece Optimus three point oh dude I, I dude I I drop kick a child for that MP <laughs> if I saw that on the shelf dude heart with no remorse. <laughs> Straight through that toy shelf, and then the mother comes and like, "Why did you hit my shelf?" I was like, "Dude, it's for an MP dog. Don't, don't, don't ask questions." You wouldn't even don't say worry about you, it. You just keep that mother right in his chest. You keep the mother right in the chest. I just, I would just shake my head and just be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, oh no! And I, and I, I run away like a little goblin boy, and uh, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I. The, like uh what was it cybertron and energon where they were like super toy attic and stuff like that and it yeah. does like their anatomy of the toys really affects how they move because sometimes it looks like man they they walk around like a bunch of sticks up their ass <laughs> yeah <they do. laughs> man that some of their walk cycles are it, it is not pretty <laughs> like oh quick quick cut away please i don't want to embarrass <laughs> the show yeah, it's one of the things I'd say. I mean, overall, the animation was pretty good. But, yeah, some of the – I was like, okay, we really just cut away from them walking somewhere or just show them from the, the chest up or something because it just didn't um, – it, it was a little off-putting. That leads me to one of my complaints. Why were they walking so much? Like, yo, they're Transformers. They should transform, right? Like at the end when, <laughs> when, when Prime is trying to go to the AllSpark – yeah. Or you know, he's trying to deliver it and he's in truck mode, he gets attacked, he transforms, mm-hmm. and then he get he gets uh I think he get I think he gets uh sky warp or somebody off of him. Yeah. And then and then he then he finishes up trying to get to the arc by running. I'm like, You're a yeah. truck, why don't you just transform? Transform. Yeah, yeah I, like, didn't, no. I didn't get that either. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I was wait, looking for the creativity that we saw in uh, Transformers the movie. With when they fought, they would fight in robot form and transform whenever uh, whenever uh, it was advantageous for them to do so a, a, during a fight. Like they would they would transform, attack in robot mode, and then uh, and do damage in, in in vehicle mode or or whatever. But they would be fluid. And I was hoping to see that in the series. And every once in a while, you did, but not often enough. Man, the uh, the Autobots were in robotic mode most of the time except for if they had to travel long distances like in the the was it the red rust desert and uh and of course um uh one other moment in the series where they had to travel a long distance but yeah i just i found that to be kind of weird that they they had them in robot form most of the time and well well you see when they're in in, in vehicle mode gravity on cybertron affects them different i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that'll be that'll yes. be the answer from somebody. Like, like, yeah. like Beast Wars had a justification where it's like, oh, we can't be in robot mode because of the energon exposure and stuff like that. Like, oh, hey, that's cool, man. Like, if they had, if they just had a line that said, hey, when we're in vehicle mode, it expends a lot of energon, mm-hmm. so we yeah. got we kind of have to use it sparingly, but we still transform if we have to, you know. 
like uh or you know because then you have a situation because that is a thing that that's a symptom in 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 the continuity of transformers where people get stuck in their alt mode oh yeah they yeah. can't transform yeah do that cog though no <laughs> cog problems yeah the the t-cog as Indeed. It's specifically called the t-cog yeah. i remember that shit man but any any other uh things you disliked about it um was it the g1 cartoon so it's poopy and smelly oh boy um i don't know no i i like i said i there are some complaints i have about it but like i think it's a good start man i i really think so i think i think we got something good here boys yeah yeah eventually hopefully I'm yeah i think i think the issue that i got is just the first episode the first three episodes just being kind of there not much going on another thing was for something called like war on cybertron we didn't see too much war yeah. as much as we <laughs> in in any type way or fashion like i kind of get we're showing both sides exhausted but couldn't we like just get a and that might have helped with the pacing too is if we just did a little bit it was like why are they so exhausted like what is this like Sobro makes makes the assumption that this is a part where Prime is you know recently became Optimus Prime, but yeah, we don't really it, we don't get. I mean, I guess you could. Kind they don't, of they, well, they that, don't tell you. They don't tell we, you that he's young Optimus Prime and he's he's not battle yeah. he's not battle tested a hundred percent yet, and he's getting his ass handed to him by Megatron. You're wondering, but usually they're that was killed. that was the one thing in that first episode when I saw him get beat down by Megatron. I'm like, wait yeah. a second. What the hell is wrong with Prime? Yeah, and now like, he was. They did say he, he was be, low on Energon, but still, like every com, every fight they had, he was on. He was on the the back foot against right. Megatron, and and usually he can hold toe to toe with him. So, mm-hmm. it, and he it, wasn't very. He wasn't that inspiring, too. It's no. like, yeah, he wasn't man. He, yeah. was, he wasn't. He wasn't like normal Optimus Primes because Yo. what if they? Oh, the Autobots would always get beat down, mm-hmm. and. Optimus would come and save the day because that's what he was. He was always the backfield commander yeah. until you needed him. He was the striker. He oh, shit, I'm in trouble, man. I, <laughs> I need it. Here comes Optimus Prime. Yeah. And I just didn't get that. And Alita one I was mean, in that ass too. <laughs> she was she was yeah, saying, I mean, you, you are you got, sure this is the right decision? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> like, yeah, damn. She was all I, up in his shit about that. Like, I couldn't blame her because it's like no. you're gonna go after what? You know, this thing that we don't even know if this thing exists. It, we could be going into a trap. Lo and behold, she was right. <laughs> yeah. That first time around, yeah, Prime didn't make the best decisions in this man. He was uh, it's he's still which was a, working which, on the which ropes. Is a little weird to me because even if he's still new at it, mm-hmm. the fact that he has the matrix of leadership, I was always under the, I always had the understanding that that is somehow going to help you make the right decision. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, um, but yeah, I. The fact that he was at Megatron's bitch most of this, most of these six episodes, <laughs> like he really, there was never, they never really fought to a draw that I remember. Yeah. And that, that's always the thing with them. Like they're equally powerful, you know? And I, I mean, they, that's the, that's the, the whole reason why he was Alpha Trion created him, right? Was yeah. to go against, I mean, that that's what he is. He's the last of the primes, the, mm-hmm. you know, until Rodimus, but he's, um, you know he's the hope, and it's it's a it's a, it's a definite huge negative in the series that they they didn't like 
explore the dynamic between Prime and Megatron all that much because uh, for those who don't know, Prime is definitely he's he's younger here. Uh, he's not he doesn't come from a line of battle tested robots. He comes from a line of intellectuals, and uh, so becoming a commander in the battlefield has been a bit of a transformation for him. But on the flip side, you got Megatron, who was a gladiator, who is definitely experienced in fighting and killing. And, and and destroying other robots. And so he is outmatched by Optimus, but Optimus has this natural talent to, to be able to stand toe to toe with him. And and it just it just didn't get that across all that well. Never you so, never you never got that. I, you never I did. never I never got that feeling that it's like, oh, this guy is going to um you know that that he matters. It's like even I was like, you know, there's a point where like Megatron's like why won't these? Why won't these guys just surrender? It's like why won't they? Because all they're doing is getting beat, and yeah. Optimus isn't really doing that much to, uh, to 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 help out. And it's like I get it that okay, maybe he's. We're just speculating that maybe he's younger and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when you find out at the end of episode, oh yeah, spoiler alert, at the end of episode six mm -hmm. where they are boarding the Ark. And we know, and they disappear through the space bridge, and we know where they're going to end up. It's like we know that there's going to be there's that you know it's got to be close to the generation one prime who was when he woke up a battle tested leader, you know. Yeah. So, and we get the we get the thing that they've been fighting for a while. Like you, I, I get it that he's young, but. Uh, or we think he's young, but the fact that we get prior to the beginning of the episode is like the reason why the the Autobots are looking for Energon so much is like they've they're they've been in so many battles and they can't they so it some of that stuff just didn't make sense. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not trying to nitpick it, but it it <laughs> it, it, it was it was one of these situations where it's like, wait a second. I get that we're trying to go to a different vibe and stuff, but mm -hmm. I mean, there has to be some type of consistency with it. Yeah, you're, like you're keeping Megatron consistent to an extent. I mean, you're you're making his cause a little bit more justified. He's not a mustache twirling twirling villain like he was in Generation One, but um, no, he's just a lip pouting villain. Yeah, he's a pouty pouty lip villain. Yeah. Yo, those he DSLs. <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what they were going for. I think maybe, like you had said, like Optimus is the back-end commander, but when shit goes down, he's going to throw it down the on the battle. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I feel it's like every time, like a lot of people acknowledge that, especially the writers behind these shows, uh -huh. and they have to find a way to gimp them. It's the Superman syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Where yes. we have to make sure we gimp him so that he doesn't just like throw him, you know, throw Lex Luthor into the sun and call it a day. <laughs> like, <laughs> Moonlight Butterfly wins all. I mean, yeah. it, that, that's what they're trying to do, but the it fact hurts. that you're... Yeah, but the fact that you're established that Megatron is equally... his equal in many ways, that's supposed to be the offset to prevent that. Like, you know... Uh, yeah, it... If if they had made a, a point where like Optimus knew how to speak to rally people behind him, then it would have been like I would have been like, okay, yeah, that's the reason why people like get behind, you know, 
yeah. um, Optimus is because they believe they actually believe in what he believes. And like, you know, the Decepticons, there's people who believe in, you know, because, uh, you know, like you said, Megatron does have a point where their society was so class based, mm-hmm. you know, which does pull from the IDW comics where mm-hmm. Megatron started off. He was a he was a miner and a gladiator. And then he became a writer. And then he saw what cruelty that the primes did. And then he rebelled. And then that's where he just he fell down that path of being a, a, a peace through tyranny. And, you know, it's like, okay, you can see that, but then you have the opportunistic ones, like, of course, Starscream. You right. know, people who are just like, I just want to mm-hmm. I just want to blow stuff up, you know, yeah. which is the part of the Decepticons. It's like, they, they, had, they had the Decepticon side squared away. Like, there's no reason, nobody's going to question why people follow Megatron. Because right. either he's got a point or they want to blow shit up. But they didn't nail it with the Autobot side, because it's like... I'm surprised we didn't see anybody quit. Like, just be like, you know what, yeah. man? I'm done. Like, <laughs> like man, I'm sick of this. Well, Ratchet, it, Ratchet was the closest it, one to have, to, to have, like, quit the Autobot side and do his yeah. own thing. So that's yeah, but that. he was all, yeah, but I mean, he was almost kind of a neutral party, even when we yeah. see it. But, yeah, and I think this would go to our Bumblebee thing of, like, how does he become so loyal? It's like, if... Prime was a little bit more inspiring in this. Then you could sit there and see, like, you know, as Bumblebee's like hanging around with these guys, he's listening to these guys, like, hey, you know what? This guy's kind of right on some of this stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the fact that, and, and I like the fact that like Alita One, like, questioned him on some of these things, but the fact that they almost seem like they were always questioning Prime's decisions. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they really didn't believe a lot of his stuff, and I'm yeah. like, wait a second, that's not what he's supposed to be, right? I mean, in the end, they're supposed to kind of believe in him. He's supposed to be the... to give them a reason to not be a Decepticon, and to fight against him. He's he's so. the cap. He's the Captain America of the, of, of yeah. the team where he just he rallies. He'll say a speech that make you want to die for him. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that that was a, that was a that was a big thing to me was that and just I, I just felt like because the problem is is I want to see more of you know I know that they've gone into the war the actual war of Cybertron in the games and, and some of the comics but it would have been nice for them to really show kind of like really what happened you know that that yeah. could have been that could have been nice i mean they could have they could have made it they could have made the first episode like one of the penultimate battles or something prior to this where they're at now and kind of, that would maybe help things where you could just say okay there was this great war and all these things happen and and show that and then and then go into it i, I think they could have done that and and I don't think you would have to expand the episodes or, or change anything there, or even do like the origin of Megatron, like right how he started off as a miner and then became a gladiator and then a leader, mm-hmm. yeah. and how he overthrew and how he started everything. Yeah, that's yeah. a compelling story, man. That would have been yeah. a really oh, yeah. good way to go. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll get that yet. Hopefully, we will. I just every time we I see one of these new animated things, I'm like, why didn't they just adapt one of the IDW books? Like, <laughs> like those those stories are so good. Like, man, I would kill to have a Netflix last stand of the records. Man, I would, I would 
Oh my god! I would kill to have a more than meets the but, eye, bro. But, oh my god! But the, but the problem with it is, is everybody's got to put their own spin on this stuff, and yep. and, and and that's really what it is. Because I mean, if you would have adapted it from the IDW ones, um, people would have watched it, and I think you, you'd still be able to convey your own dark tone. And I think, you know, dark tone stuff. And that, that's always like, that's the thing now is you take old properties that were like kind of a little bit more upbeat and you put a, a dark tone to them. It, you got to know how to do that. Like, oh, yeah. you, you got to know how to write that. They're, they're just like people know how to write comedy or fantasy or stuff like that. You need to be able to do the dark tone. But just putting shit that's dark and depressing, that doesn't really convey it too much. Like... <laughs> That that is the symptom of the series, like honestly, it's just it, it does stuff to, for the sake of being dark. Value. Yeah, it just does. Yeah. It just to, like, hey, this isn't your daddy's transformer show anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. a, a big complaint of a, a lot about a lot of people watching online is that they thought this series was too dark and they wanted the uh, the happy go luckiness of the original G one series. Yeah, uh, which and, I. And they, well, I don't the, think you need. I don't think you necessarily need the happy-go-luckiness, but there's a fine, there's a fine line where you can kind of have both in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that, series, that series is called Prime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the IDW books in the nutshell. I mean, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And and I, yeah, I just I just um, I, I wish they could do that, and yeah. you know, and 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 maybe this gets saved by the other two chapters. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, and 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 they're beholden. The biggest thing they're beholden to is Hasbro. Yep. They yeah. They got to sell them toys. They got to. And that's what that's what I'll always say. Kill the IDW books towards the end was they had to integrate these toys and this story arcs so and how they got mm -hmm. these alt modes and stuff like that is mm -hmm. it, it brings the show down a lot. Yeah. 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 It does. Doesn't make the content suffer. Mm-hmm. Anything else before we go to our ratings? Uh, my other nitpicks are simple. Um, I think the voice oh. acting, the voice acting, could be improved. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was, I was, I was okay with it, but there's some places where it's like, man, you guys are trying a little too hard to sound like the original voice actors. I, it makes you just want the original voice actors to step in and take over. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah. I want, I want to hear Welker and Cullen, but I know they, they're way too expensive. So uh, if anything, I, I can understand the reasons why they didn't get all the OG voice actors, but uh, I only miss them more when listening to this. So um, I'm sure that'll wear off eventually. You know, but, um, and, and that and that is a good nitpick, because, and that's a little bit more than a nitpick, is mm -hmm. I, actually re I actually like it better when nobody tries to be that. It's like, okay, we know who the OG of Optimus Prime is, but I've okay. liked it in like other iterations where they try not to be Peter Cullen. Yeah, like, like Gary Chalk and... Uh... Um, um, what's his oh. the guy who did Megatron and Trace? Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Uh, we interviewed him too. Uh, David, David, David uh, Hater. David, no, 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 not David Hater. Oh, but, uh, um, uh, the chat will hit me up. Uh, but yeah, we he's also the voice of last week tonight. He was the voice of Megatron. Yeah, yeah. yeah shit. Uh, <laughs> stream, help me out. But uh, <laughs> in the meantime, um, 
Yeah, uh, other, Sobro, other than... Sobro needs a striker. Yeah, he does, because uh, Sobro usually knows all so, this so stuff some, on the top of somebody, his head. Somebody be uh, Optimus Prime. David K. David K. thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, God, save, that was going to kill me, too. Save my ass. My... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Zion's Ghost in the pocket as well. Yo, props to you, sir. Props to you, but David K, the legend, man. You know, man, Trace Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, the guy that does Optimus, it's like, okay, some, some episodes, it was like, he's really trying to be Peter Cullen. I mean, it's like, uh, you don't have to do that. We, we know he's not here. It's okay, it's especially right. when he yells. Like he gets angry, he yells like, yeah. He's so he like, we're not the Decepticons. It's like he's pouting. Yeah, and it's like. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, this little cringe, man. man. But that's where you can tell that you have the the kid, the people that made this, or the people that grew up with G One. Mm-hmm. You can and, tell and who they're trying to market it towards. It's like, yeah. oh, got yeah. G One crowd. Can I yeah. get a Can I get a moratorium on uh, people trying to sound like uh, Chris Lotta, By the way. Because everybody tries their hand at doing Starscream's voice. And I get it, man. People want to fucking nail that voice. And, I, you know, the actual performance I like the most is probably uh, Steve Blum's performance of Starscream. Oh, on, yeah. He on, killed on Prime. it. He's probably the best one to come along to do Starscream since. There's a little bit of Chris Lotta in there, but not too much. You can still you can still get that Steve Blumness uh, out of that character. And he just played that character with so much spunk and fire. And the mm-hmm. the guy who's doing his voice in this series, I think, is trying to emulate him too, trying to emulate yeah. um, uh, Chris Lotta's performance of uh, of Starscream a little too much. I respect it because it's not an easy voice to do, but it's just every time I hear someone try to do an impression of Starscream, it usually falls short. So, I I, I think it's best to go your own way when you do either his voice or Cobra Commander's voice than to try to emulate Chris Lotta. This, this, that guy was one of a kind. It's super hard. To, to, to replicate that voice it really is so uh that's just that's just my nitpicks on that one um other than that um that that's pretty much it for me all right ratings oh shit i'll uh, throw my Fred Rex. go Fred yeah, Rex. go Fred, ahead go for it uh he's the guest yeah indeed indeed <laughs> uh let's see so out of five heart and souls i'd give it i'd give it Three and a half. I give it three and a half heart and souls. There you go. Because we, we're all going to use the same rating system on this one for the heart and soul. And the long time, <laughs> the, the long time Gundam fans, goddamn fans, understand the heart and soul. A passionate plea of that person many years ago about I don't even know what Transformers he was complaining about. Didn't have enough heart and soul. <laughs> so. I, I think I think in some ways that War for Cybertron was made for people like him. So, yeah. So, He'd so still bro. <laughs> yeah, he would still complain. Yeah, oh, um, and and probably not have well reasoned why like we did. Probably be real nitpicks. Of, he, he's probably the one of it should be a little bit more light parted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, uh, so, so, bro, how many heart and souls do you give Transformers well, this, War I was gonna, Tron? I was going to give Omega Supremes, because that was a great entrance in that, in that show. I meant to oh, I forgot about that. Yo, I Omega. didn't like seeing Yo. him come in out of nowhere. Yeah. I, was, well, I was waiting for one of those Guardians to show up, and I was not disappointed. So props to Omega Supreme. But uh, I will give this 3.5 heart and souls. I, I will. I, I, it's, it's, it's a good first outing. 
Um, it it it's it's not bad. We I I I, I have a lot of nitpicks, but I I think it can be improved upon, and I, I I think the creative team behind this will step it up, and hopefully they'll listen to some of the um some of the complaints and 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 even this out as 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 time goes along. But yes, uh, three point seven. Or probably not. Don't don't, don't count souls. on that. Yeah, it's, it's already too, been planned. It's already been planned and made. So <laughs> what do I, what do I so know? Don't worry about that. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, that that's my rating. Three point seven five. Three point seven five. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. Man, you really split Harris on that I one. Know, I know. Usually, I'm 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 the easy one. I usually give like a four or something, but um, with this one, it it just falls short of a four star show. So maybe next season we'll be better. Who knows? Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to say uh, for me, it's gonna be three and a half heart and souls too. I think just the slog a little bit in the first three episodes. It's balanced out later, but I just feel like there's too much. Um, there's too much missed opportunity with really kind of world building that we could have done. Sometimes I'm not always the biggest fan of that, but I mm. think in this particular case, it would have really helped us understand a little bit more. Yeah. So I will say though, if you guys enjoyed this series and you've never seen Transformers Prime, also available on Netflix, knock that one out, man. You will. Oh, yeah. That's a very very good show, and if yeah. you want to see a Transformers <clears throat> series that kind of carries the balance of lighthearted. And also very dark and serious. That's a really good show to check out. Um, yeah, Transformers also, Prime also has The Rock in it. He's yes, the voice of first he's the voice episode. Of Cliff, Cliff yeah. Jumper. Yeah. He's the voice of Cliff Jumper. So check that out. I won't say anything more than that. I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to uh, ruin the surprise. But uh, props to uh, The Rock for being. They're all good. They're going to all of The Rock's IDMD. Yeah. Right now. Like, <laughs> one episode. Why? What? What the hell happened to him? Yo, we'll, you'll find out. But uh, also props to George Christick. I don't know if anybody remembers that name, but George Christick was uh, the the writer of the first episode of this series, and he he's one of the creative um, talents behind uh, this uh, Transformers War for Cybertron show. Uh, if the name doesn't sound, the guy sound... that did Megas, right? Yes, I'm glad you remember. Yeah, Megas XLR. Yeah. He's the creator oh. and and the, the creative mind between behind Megas XLR. So he had a hand in this show, and that was really cool. They should have given him more creative control. <laughs> I would like. To... <laughs> Actually, yeah. they should have given him total creative control. And you know what? It should have been just Transformers in the name only. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Transformers are cool and all. Just Netflix, just give him money to do another Megas. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, series. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, direct to Netflix. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, please. Oh my god, that, that is that is the perfect. That's the a, perfect thing for like Netflix. Yeah, give, give us some uncut Megas. I'm down. I'm ready. They'll get the voice actors back. I'm sure they'd be all on board, man. I'm please. Oh, I got I got a sneaky suspicion. It's it's one of those situations like we talked with Harmony Gold. Oh, no. I got a feeling no. like Car, uh, Cartoon Network somehow owns some type of weird rights or something. Like that, <laughs> or he probably has a hard time distributing it or something. Oh my god. Hey man, HBO Max. Let's go. <laughs> Um, we, can, we can get it on something. We can get it on something, man. Not if they don't. Not if they own it and they don't want to relent. So you know. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, HBO That's Max is, is right connected. There, man. It's connected to Cartoon Network, so that would, if, it, if it was going to show up on anything, and if that was a problem, it wouldn't be a problem yeah. for it to be on HBO Max. So. Hey, make it happen. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying, George. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with I got you. you. I'm just saying. I just we just don't <laughs> we, we we don't know the true story behind that. So. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, it was cool to see his name in the credits, man. And uh, I hopefully he'll uh, be a part of the the series moving forward <laughs> as well. 
All right. So, bro, hit us up with uh, the way that people can get us if there's nothing else. Yeah, well, shit. Let me uh, get some music on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. To yeah, we have nothing else, right? I mean, yeah, tweets or anything? No, I think we're solid. No, there's really no, there's no other tweets. Props to everybody who did tweet, the, the Black Cat, and uh, everybody watching this stream, the stream live. And uh, if you liked what you see here, make sure you go and visit mahq.net. That's the Mecha and Anime headquarters. Uh, go over there and check out the changes that are happening to the website. And uh, if you guys uh, also are hanging out there and you want to, um, what's the word? You want to contribute to the conversation, you can go over to mechatalk.net and join the forums and join the conversations there. Or find MAHQ on uh, Facebook. Uh, MAHQ1 is the group. You can go there and apply to become a, a member of the group and uh, join the conversation there too. If you're looking for episodes of Gundam, you can find the uh, audio episodes over at uh, Gundam. Uh, dot, uh, pod, uh, podbean.com and uh, also find us on iTunes and um, and uh, and uh, a Google Google podcast as well we're there too uh, but other than that uh, follow us on Twitter at Gundam at MAHQ and at MAHQ D-O-T-N-E-T or you can follow me on Twitter at SoboRyu and uh, you're listening to episode uh, 223 of Gundam Neil back to you all right, everybody, and thank you, uh, Mr. Fred Rex, for uh, sneaking on to this show again, just like <laughs> you've done the other ones. Um, yeah. Appreciate and, you guys having uh, me on again. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you aren't tired of me yet. <laughs> no, not at all, man. Thank you for being not a part of it. Absolutely. Maybe one so. more episode, but you know, <laughs> so. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. You're listening to Gundam and MHQ. You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. The chancellor, the late chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so is the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind. At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. What do you want? I'm going back to Beerus' world to train with Whis again, and I figured you'd want to come with me. That's tempting, but this time I'll have to pass. But why? You're always down to train. Would you use your brain? Did you not see my wife? She could give birth any day now. I can't go. But what does that have to do with you? The baby comes out of her, right? Why do I have to explain this? If I leave the planet now, then I'll never hear the end of it. You mean she'd be mad? I didn't have to deal with that when Goten was born, because I was dead. I have no idea how you're still married. But in any case, Kakarot, I am staying here. No fun. Shut up!